Looking on a Wednesday, halfway through. And believe it or not, we're getting ready for the championships. The NFC, the AFC championships coming up this weekend. And I'm excited for football, don't get me wrong. Uh, But obviously the Packers are not in it. You've got uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City, San Francisco, and then the Rams. And uh, the first game being the AFC championship. That's going to be 2 o'clock Central Time coming up on Sunday. And then you've got the 49ers and the Rams that are going to be coming up at 5.30 Central Time on Sunday. And then we will know uh, a couple of weeks away who will then be uh, the representatives out in L.A. at SoFi uh, to represent their uh, respective conferences for a Super Bowl. In the meantime, I am, I got to admit, I woke up today, a terrible night of sleep last night. Uh, I don't know why. Just I I don't know if it's dry air or what. My sinuses are killing me. Terrible night of sleep last night. Ben, have you ever had like where you you can breathe, but you've got that whistle in your nose? It sounds like a train far off in the distance. No. Uh, okay. I that. do not. Normally, I uh, my nose is normally quite open. The the airwaves yeah. work well in my nose. No, last night was awful. I woke myself up. Uh, it was like a. Like this train off in the distance. And I'm thinking, what the hell is that? And I woke up and it's my nose. It, it's I could hear myself when I was sleeping. Uh, and then last night, uh, unfortunately, there was a, a shooting of a police officer in the Milwaukee area. But um, they put the, uh, because I don't even know if uh, the, the person that did this uh, has been captured yet or not. But then the uh, shelter in place emergency alert system went off last night at about 2.33 in the morning. And that woke me up, scared the hell out of me. Um, cause the last time I heard that was when we had the, uh, Christmas par- parade tragedy down in Waukesha. So when that went off, it was like, oh my God, what now? You know? So <clears throat> anyway, so that was, it was kind of a restless night of sleep, but I wake up this morning and I took a little extra time. I laid in bed a little extra time today. Normally I get up and I go work out, but today I just kind of like, eh, I'm just tired. I'm just going to hang out. So I'm flipping through and I'm looking at all these poll questions. The majority of Packers fans that have answered poll questions have stated, now I I couldn't honestly tell you if it was all Packers fans, who who the hell am I uh, to say, but the majority of people that answer these poll questions, do you want Aaron Rodgers back next year? One poll question was 67%, the other one was 75%, and they were all well over You know, like one was like 600 people responded. The other one was like 2,200 people responded. There was another one that was a little bit bigger than that. Do you want it? And the majority was like, no. And I'm kind of stunned. I'm kind of stunned. I I don't know why you wouldn't want him back. I I get that... um, there's emotion and disappointment. I, that I understand. I completely understand that. And we've talked about the failures, not being the leader of men, the you know all the other things that are spinning politically around Aaron Rodgers that he wants to speak on that kind of rub people the wrong way. Okay, they want your 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 athletes to be athletes. Don't dabble in other things. Don't polarize your audience. Be our hero. Be our leader. Be our guy. Okay, I understand that. But I'm, I'm thinking to myself, for that 60-something percent, for that 75 percent, what do you want? And, and, and then do you realize that he gives you the best, still, the best chance to win? Or is it just, 
will take losing to go find another guy. Because that's what it's going to be. I mean, make no mistake about it. It's, that's, that's what it's going to be for a year, two, three, five, ten, whatever. Because you're looking at all these franchises that had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And look at what they've gone through since. Now, sporadically, yeah, you know what? They've had some some limited success, but it's been very up and down. It's been very ebb and flow. One year you're in a Super Bowl, the next year, two years, three years, five years, you're irrelevant. You're just scraping to get to the postseason. And then, you, you know, you may find a little success, and then you're out again, and you're back to being a terrible franchise, firing coaches and such. So I guess my question is, uh, starting off the program today, for those that don't want Aaron Rodgers back, I just would like to know why and if you have another plan in place. That's it. That's it. That's what I'd like to know. What do you, I mean, do you, you know, Ben, do you want to see Aaron Rodgers come back? I I would like to see him come back. However, I, I think the best way forward is with him traded. Okay. The way I look at it right now, it's I, I don't think Rodgers with this roster or what the roster will look like next year when it's when a lot of the guys aren't back, I don't think that they'll be able to compete with the Chiefs and the Bills when it comes to that point. And we've kind of seen that over the last couple of years as well. And then if you trade him, get a couple first-round picks, get a couple good players, go into next year, one year of Jordan Love, either he's the guy or he's not. If he is, great. If he's not, you have all of the ammunition to go get another quarterback. But then your crapshoot begins. Kind of, but, I, I mean, Bryce you know, Young because, is coming I mean, out in a couple of years. If you have that much ammunition, it's not as much of a crapshoot. So you're saying rebuild. My, my argument always is how many quarterbacks have come into the league and failed? A lot. How many quarterbacks have been drafted that we all look at and go, that's, I mean, Tua was supposed to be the guy, and he's not. Trevor Lawrence, we don't know what he is yet. He didn't get off to a very good start. You know, we knew Joe Burrow would be good. I think we thought that. Um, Patrick Mahomes, teams passed on him. He, They got lucky. Kansas City saw something in him, and obviously he became the guy. But how many quarterbacks have we seen come into the league that we knew were going to be good and have just fallen flat? And that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're now into that guessing game as to whether or not you, you get really the number one overall who's going to be that good or not. And and I I don't know if you've still got four years of viability from Aaron Rodgers, and I think you do. If you can work something out with him, yeah, next year's going to be a down year, but the year after that's not. If you can tell him and say, Aaron, look, we fully intend on kind of trimming the branches next year. Let's do what we can to see what we can put together. But the year after that, I give you my word, we're going for it again and again and again. Do you do you want to throw him out? Especially when Brady's 45 years old. You know, and I think he's every bit of of, you know, physical ability that Brady is. I don't. I don't know. Sean says I wanted him gone last season for costing us the the game. Uh, then this season hasn't changed my mind. 
Okay, but that, that's my point. You may not even be in the playoffs for the next five years. And I, I know there are people that are saying, well, go build a great defense. Well, that's fine. But in, a, in an ever-changing game where defense is being hindered more and more and more, it's a quarterback-driven, offensive-driven game. And remember, look at the quarterbacks short of Garoppolo that were winning this weekend. You know, you've got an up-and-comer in Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady. That was leading a team back. I mean, Rodgers failed, no doubt. I'm not not arguing that fact. Rodgers failed. But, you know, when you're looking at, you can't just say that these other quarterbacks are going to, unless you find the next Joe Burrow, then, hey, you're all for it. Then you've got, you know, then you've got, uh, you know, your, your future. I, I completely agree with it. Jordan Love's not the answer. And I'll argue that with anybody, and I'll throw any money down on it, because he's not. He's at best an average quarterback. But I just, uh, I I don't know what people are thinking when you've got this in your own backyard. And it's not like next year, if you trade him away, you're going to be great. And the other thing you have to remember is that, you know, now Brian Gutekinds has done a pretty good job via the draft. I'll, I'll give you that. But you have to hit. If you get three number ones, you have to hit. You have to. So if you get two number ones and two number twos or whatever, Eric Stokes has proved to be pretty solid. Josh Myers proved to be pretty solid. Amari Rogers, third-round draft choice? Eh, we don't know yet. Royce Newman, he was a good fill-in, but he was also the guy that was getting beat up the most. T.J. Slayton? He contributed. We saw some flashes. Still waiting to find out. Shamar Jean Charles didn't really find himself on the uh, on the field. Cole Van Lannan was cut and now just brought back. Isaiah McDuffie, uh, Kylan Hill, he ended up uh, being kind of the, the somewhat returner surprise, but he went down with a knee injury. The year prior, Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon's all that. We, we agree. Josiah DeGuara, waiting to find out. Kamal Martin? Runyon's been good. Jake Hansen, the center, he's a backup. Stepaniak, Vernon Scott, Jonathan Garvin. Year before that, Rashawn Gary, he's panned out. Darnell Savage Jr., he's panned out. Elton Jenkins, he's panned out. Jay Sternberger, gone. Kingsley Kiki, gone. Kadar Holdman, Dexter Williams, Ty Summers is a special teamer. So their top draft picks have been pretty good. But those guys at four and five and six that you really need to fill in your roster haven't hit on them. Once you get past the top three rounds, it's been hit or miss. The sixth round pick of John Runyon has been his best pick late in the draft. Late in the draft. You've had Equinemia St. Brown, Mark Wasvada Scantling at five and six. But Hunter Bradley, Kendall Donerson, James Looney. Hell, J.K. Scott was a fifth-round draft choice. Cole Madison, Jamon Moore, you know. So the, the top picks have been good. The bottom picks have not. So getting additional picks doesn't necessarily make it uh, a lock. A lock. Uh, that's why I'm just wondering. If, if people just don't want Rodgers back, tell me why. Tell me why. 877 867 And do you have a plan? Or is it just, ah, you know, get picks? 
Greg says trade for Tyler Huntley. If you can get him. So what are you going to trade? You're going to trade them Aaron Rodgers? Because you're not going to trade your picks. You're trying to build your team back up as cheaply as possible. See, that's just it. You've got a lot of high-dollar talent you're going to get rid of. What you have to have, what you have to have is you have to have those mid-range guys, those fives, fours, those, those draft choices that don't garner a ton of money that produce. Because your first and second and third rounders, they get more money. But the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys, they don't. And if those guys, you can find those diamonds in the roughs and, and produce, you get cheap, really good talent until their contracts become available. And even then, their second contract, as a, a unless, of course, they're just lights out, as a fifth, sixth rounder, doesn't garner as much money. That's where some of these teams get good is because they, they hit in the later rounds. You have to have that. I just I, I find it interesting that people just want to say, ah, to hell with it. We're done. We're done. Done with it. Uh 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, I would love to get your thoughts on this. Do you want to see for those that don't want Aaron Rodgers here, tell me why. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. So many of you... Um, in this discussion regarding Aaron Rodgers, uh, when I asked, for those that don't want him back, why? Michael says, well, he can't win championships. But he has. Um, Josh says, listen, we had uh, two, of the best, uh, two of the best quarterbacks in the league the last 30 years with two Super Bowls to show for it. So I understand what fans are saying, but we always had the opportunity to make the Super Bowl with them. Um. He has constantly failed in the NFC Championship game, and look what he did this year. Well, let me back up, okay? And I've said this before. I, all, all those NFC Championship games, you have to be a pretty stupid football fan if you think that he lost those NFC Championship games. Last year, you can say he had a hand in it. Absolutely, threw the picks, did not run the ball into the end zone, focused on Devontae. That I agree with. Prior to that, we've talked about this. We've gone through it so many times. The game in 2014, the play calling stunk in the third quarter. Micah Hyde not knowing where to be on a uh, on a two-point conversion. Clay Matthews pulling himself out of the game. Uh, you got Julius Peppers telling Morgan Burnett to go down when he clearly could have ran for a lot of daylight or a touchdown, which would have put the game away. Bostic going up to get an onside kick. Those things were all out of the control of Aaron Rodgers. All out of the control. The game in which they got beat up by Atlanta. They had no business being there. They don't get there if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers. And that miraculous throw that he had to Jared Cook on the sideline down in Dallas that put them in position to win the ballgame to begin with on a bad calf muscle. So, no, don't don't lump all that together. Don't, don't look at a record. That's like saying uh, a pitcher is only, you know, two wins in the postseason. They're two and ten. 
But when you really look at it collectively, the team has not hit. They've only scored on average 1.2 runs per game, and they've lost all of those games. Well, that's not the pitcher's fault if he's only given up two runs. That means he's having a hell of an outing. It means the guys around him have failed. The only reason, the only reason I would say you would move on from Rodgers, and this is the only reason, is that the money aspect of it. That's it. Because if he's going to handicap the team, I completely agree. You you can't do that. Not when you're up against it. Don't forget, though, after next year, that cap is going to go up more. There's going to be more money there. The reason it was a short, um, the reason it was cut back and then only extended to a certain amount uh, this coming year was because of COVID because they didn't have fans in the stands. The following year, there's money to spend already. Now, they're going to have to obviously do a few things cap-wise and, and, and change some stuff up. But, but yeah, there's going to be more money to spend. So you're going to be handicapped for one year. The year after that is when you can start to put the money back into the team. Uh, this is from Tim saying, hey, good morning from Albuquerque. Enjoyed the video on Sunday uh, and the, uh, the thoughts on Saturday night's game. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. Um, Jay, uh, Joeb, uh, hopefully that's how you pronounce it. it, says, no, you want 12 because there's nothing else out there. Dustin says, tired of watching the same thing year after year. What, the playoffs? This team is lost in different ways. I mean, if Aaron Jones doesn't fumble last year, do you want to get rid of Aaron Jones? Of course not. Of course not. Look, let's be honest. Between you, me, and the fence post, um, this team, if it's not for the absolutely let, – let's, let's, let's do this. If they don't have the gaffes on special teams, is this team still playing? Do they have the Rams coming to town next week? Answer that question. Of course they do. And that means Rodgers had a bad game, but they're still there. And now you've got additional hope because they're playing in an NFC Championship game. Had it not been for a blocked punt, a blocked field goal, ten men on the uh, only ten men on the field for the final field goal of the game, the blocking scheme, putting Oren Burks on a line. I mean, had it not been for the magnanimous dumbassery of the special teams unit, more so the special teams coach this team would right now be playing for an NFC Championship game. It would have been an ugly win, and we would have talked about that. And we would have said Aaron Rodgers needs to step up and play better, and that would have been the circumstance. But between you and me, we know defensively they played well enough to win that game. It wasn't the offense that gave it away. It was the defense, or it was the uh, special teams, not the defense. So they'd be still playing. And then you'd be sitting here with a lot of hope because the legitimate hope would be Rodgers would have the game of his life. He would come out after a really bad performance, play extremely well, and move on. That would be the hope. That, that would be where we were sitting today had it not been for special teams. Did he guide the team down the field? No, I completely agree with that. But it's the, it's the sometimes it's the way they figure out ways to lose. The offense didn't help themselves. The offense was awful. 
I agree with that. But I, I put as much as much as you want to lay it all at the feet of Aaron Rodgers. And I agree he deserves a lot of the blame. When you give him a lot of the credit, he deserves a lot of the blame. But I looked at Matt LaFleur and I'm like, what are you doing? You're, Josh Nyman has done yeoman's work all season long playing left tackle. What are you doing? Rodgers is getting beat up out there. No time to throw the football. No time for the stuff downfield to set up. The guy's scrambling, running around, and and you refuse to make a move. You you saw what your offense is going to do without some of the guys that were there. So you you adjust. You put them back in. Say, hey, guys, look, it's not working. Let's go back to what got us here. But he didn't. That's on Matt LaFleur. There's enough of a finger to point around not to just say it's all Aaron Rodgers' fault. That's that's my issue. So when you say you don't want Aaron Rodgers, there was failure by the coaching staff, by the head coach and the play caller, and there was miserable failure by the special teams coach. So that that's where I'm at. And I know people say, well, I love Aaron Rodgers. It's not that I love Aaron Rodgers, because I think Aaron Aaron has morphed into this egomaniacal jag. But when it comes to playing football and being on a football field, just as a quarterback, not even as a leader of men, just as a quarterback, he's been nothing short of magnanimous and spectacular. And that I would take every day of the week in a quarterback-driven league. Uh, Dan says, great points. Hi from Viroqua. Um, Yash Nyman should have been out there, Andy says. Um, people really don't understand how much of a smaller margin that you have when you have an average to below average quarterback. That's from Phil. Um, and Steve says, uh, I have to say it. Uh, if you're in the Rodgers group that wants him gone simply because you're tired of losing in the NFC Championship game, then you're an idiot. Uh, go cheer for the Lions, Vikings, or Bears and never get there. Uh, you don't trade away Hall of Fame talent who's still playing at a Hall of Fame, fame level. Uh, that's foolish. Uh, additionally, you uh, same people would be cheering for him if he made it to the Super Bowl somewhere else. Um, I think people would be cheering against him. Uh, people would be so mad because he made it somewhere else. And I think instead of looking at Aaron Rodgers going, how dare you play so well, somewhere else, you would be saying, look at what the organization did and look at what the organization put around him. Now, I'm not faulting Gudikins this year at all because the pickup to Vondre Campbell was fantastic. Russell Douglas was fantastic. The way they manipulated the roster with all the injuries was fantastic. I think they did a really, really good job in putting all of this together. I think it was right there for the taking. And you knew it. I knew it. I brought it up months ago. Months ago. When I said, hey, there's a problem here. Yeah, they won the game, but there's a problem here. And everybody said, oh, my God, you're being so negative. What is this, a down show? Did they lose? And we're sarcastic as hell. And I kept saying there's an issue. You got to look at this. There's an issue. I'm, gr- I'm glad they won, but there's an issue. And the issue was special teams. We saw it coming. We saw pressure coming from the right side consistently. And then they made the adjustment. When the adjustment was made, then the pressure was coming from up the gut. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're just moving the problem. And you could see it. And then when you look at the guys that are running out there because they want these young, fast guys to get downfield, but you're like, you're trying to block 270-pound linemen with a, a, an undersized middle linebacker. What are you doing? 
And sure enough, it ended up costing them in the biggest moment. And they were they were deciphered. They were figured out by a better coaching staff against the minute mind of a special teams coach who couldn't see the forest through the trees. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, do so. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends. Dwayne's Cover It All uh, up in Wausau. He's fantastic. If you're looking for an awning, say, for your business, if you're looking for some furniture in your business to be reupholstered, maybe you got a boat, boat cover, whatever it happens to be, travel trailer, whatever. Uh, if you got anything upholstery-wise, he can fix it. Uh, the Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery and boat cover. Uh, get a hold of our buddy Dwayne, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119, or simply go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Hey, speaking of boats, uh, I was just uh, past Skipper Buds out in Pewaukee. Uh, yesterday, uh, they got a big selection starting to come in. They're really starting to fill up the showroom there. So if you're looking for a new boat, a uh, new pontoon boat, they've got them. And they're rolling in for this season if you're starting to dream a little bit about summer like I am. Uh, get a hold of my buddy Todd out there. He's the general manager, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. Stop in and see what they have. And they are, they're spending a ton of money on used boats as well. They're going to be at the boat show. But they got a lot of stuff coming in right now. That's Skipper Bud's. In Pewaukee, again, 262-544-1200, and make sure you ask for Todd. Going to step away. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michael show. We continue on and talking about those that don't want Aaron Rodgers anymore under center in Green Bay and uh, just kind of looking for the explanation as to, to why, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to a Terry. Terry, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill. Good morning. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good. What's up? Okay. I want to try to make my point short and sweet here and get out of your road here. Number sure. one, when you had you had your guest on yesterday from um, from Denver, and mm-hmm. I think he asked you point direct: Does Aaron Rodgers seem like a man to you that's going to take a wage cut or settle for less money? And I believe your answer with the him was was has no no hesitation was no. Am I correct about that conversation, sir? Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he wants to take a massive pay cut. Um, but would he take a pay cut? I think he takes some. Just looking at his legacy. Okay, so even say with some, and we could argue Kansas City's quarterback probably won the game for him. You could say they didn't lose it, but they, they won it for him. You could probably argue the Rams quarterback won it for them. We could go around the whole league for all the winning teams and say they won it for him. But with San Francisco, we're going to say it was their special teams that did this. A blocked punt, a blocked field goal is the reason they won it because their quarterback could not. But our quarterback argue, argument is, they didn't lose it for they, he didn't lose it for us. My argument is to is to you, Bill. All right, they take some, and I understand the argument. He probably gives us the best chance to go again next year. So, Bill, let's turn the clock ahead right now. We bring Rogers back. He takes a little wage cut, and we lose. And again, we have to argue the 49ers are going to have plenty of room under the cap next year. They're going to get better. We can argue the Rams are going to get better. Maybe Tampa got some money to spend. 
So depending on how much money the Packers can reload and rebuild, are they going to be any better in the playoffs next year compared to they were this year, even though they had a home game? And, Bill, I'll end it with this. The one word you said after that game, listening to you sitting in the parking lot, it looked like we had an old quarterback playing in the cold. An right. No, I agree with that. Playing in the cold. I and agree that with that. That's the reason right there for me. And I tried to explain it to Evil this morning, but he took it more into I didn't like him because he didn't get his shot thing. Um, we did, his stats did not perform because he was an old quarterback playing in the cold. His MVP numbers come when the temperatures was above 50 degrees, Bill, not as cold as it was last Saturday. Well, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't he have an MVP style of game against uh, the Vikings in the cold at Lambeau Field earlier? Do you really want to consider the Vikings an MVP team? I mean, no, you, just, you, said he, you said he only puts up MVP numbers when it's warm, and I'm saying no, he I put up MVP numbers when, when he... My, I'll, re- I'll rephrase my question. I guess quality teams. I don't consider the Minnesota Vikings a quality team. And I think we um, that day. The Vikings looked like a team that was beat with the Oh, they, they, yeah, they looked like the team that Rodgers went out and put it on them early, and then they cowered and went away. I completely agree with that. Yeah, and we can't um, compare them I, to the 49ers. I, uh, boy, that's a... I don't, Terry. I, I guess. I, I guess my question is, Terry, uh, your better option. What, what's your better option? And and the 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 is it ten degrees? Is it twenty degrees? Is it going to be better in thirty degrees? You know what I mean? Because if he was playing this option. weekend, the temperature would be better. Is my better option being one and done in the playoffs again next? Maybe they go thirteen and three again, Bill, in the regular season. Maybe they do. Maybe he wins another MVP. But if my option again is one and done in the playoffs. Have I accomplished anything as a franchise? Uh, if you're if you're getting to the playoffs as opposed to not getting there, yeah. Is there is there okay? I mean, I guess I, I mean, guess you know, I, you know and, and I guess that's where I guess maybe I'm wrong, you know, in my conversation here. But I I just don't consider one and done. Just like I guess consider baseball the teams that make the last wild card one and done. Right. I don't. Con- I just don't consider them a major source, Bill. But no. But hey. then again, we've seen wild cards in baseball. That's a completely apples to oranges because wild cards in baseball, we've seen go on to win World World Series. So that's that's kind of a, a moot point. And we saw the Packers as a wild card go on to win a Super Bowl. So it does happen. It does happen. But those are teams that normally have a lot of talent. Right. Maybe having a, an off year compared to a team that just sneaks in through the back of the of the back door window, as they would say. But I, that's just my point, Bill. I'm ready to move on. To answer your question, this is why we have an old quarterback. I agree with Ben. Let's get what we can get. Move on. You know what? And maybe we throw the dice. And what? Maybe we get lucky. Maybe we don't. But um, I guess as a as a Packer fan, that, long lifer, I'm not content with one and done in the playoffs, Bill. Terry, I appreciate the phone call. That's the statement right there. That's that's it. That's your statement. That That's what people are banking on. Maybe we get lucky. Maybe we don't. You're rolling the dice for hope in the uncertainty versus what you know is in your backyard. You're rolling the dice for the uncertainty versus what you already know is in your backyard, and you're banking on the fact that Rodgers will never get you there from here on out. That's it. And, and I, look, I'm not arguing that point because if you bank and it, you roll the dice and the uncertainty pays off, then you're golden. You've gotten yourself to a Super Bowl. Congratulations. 
But if the maybe doesn't pan out and you see what these other teams go through that have these quality players and they're good, and but they want to get the hell out of there because they can't find a quarterback, can't find a win consistently. We've seen it with all different quarterbacks in New York, both teams in New York. We've seen it, uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson, for as good as he was billed, he's an okay quarterback. He's not great. You look at uh, the, you, know, you just look at the quarterbacks around the league, the Jared Goffs, Carson Wentz's, these guys that had all the promise in the world. You're looking at uh, a lot of different franchises that are looking for quarterbacks right now. If you get lucky and you get a Kyler Murray, if you get lucky and you get yourself a Joe Burrow, if you get lucky and you get a Justin Herbert, yeah, you know what? You're you're on the way. You've got something. But I don't – and the other portion of it is got to be bad. Think about that for a minute. you got to be – unless you're trading up in the draft, and I'm talking a lot, and getting a team that's going to trade with you to give you that guy, um, you got to be bad. Think about that, too. Because, I mean, it's not just a matter of, hey, we're going to be 19th. But, oh, by the way, we got to jump all the way up to, to number one or number two to get the guy that we want. That's not. That's going to require a little bit of draft stock to be able to do that. And then you got to guarantee you're going to hit. Because then you're invested four or five years. You're inv- if you jump up to get that guy, you're invested four or five years. This isn't Jordan Love where you picked him up towards the bottom half of the uh, first round and you jumped up four spaces to get him or a couple of spaces to get him. You know? So, look, I, I, I get it. I, it's, it's an argument. To me, I'd rather go with the sure thing that's going to give you the legitimate opportunity year in and year out until his career pretty much comes to an end. Versus, like Terry said, you know, you roll the dice. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Because that's a lot of uncertainty right there. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Robin says, Denver tried the defensive model the last six years, and they have been horrible. Uh, Now they're coming after Rodgers. Since Peyton Manning went away, and even Peyton Manning was bad, because people want to bring that up and go, Peyton Manning had no shot, you know. Peyton Manning was not, his arm had pretty much gone by the wayside, but he still was the smartest guy in the room. He got it done with his knowledge. He got it done with a defense. He got it done with a run game, quick outs, got rid of the football, moved the team. That's how he, it wasn't like the defense went out and put up 40 points. They didn't. They just kept giving the ball back enough to the offense for, for Peyton Manning to do something with it. That's what they did. So we'll, um, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but it's a great discussion. Uh, Tom says, keep uh, Rodgers until he's totally out of gas. Garrett says, trade him and then begin to rebuild for the long term. Let's start this process now rather than hang on uh, to wish that we would have back in uh, the Super Bowl year with uh, number 12. I I don't I don't know if I'm ready to, to, to part ways yet. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers re-signing 10 of their players from their practice squad, including quarterback Kurt Benkert and guard Cole Van Lennon, the former Wisconsin Badger. Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari has revealed he had to have his left knee drained as many as 15 times during the season as he tried to return from that torn ACL. Some days as much as four ounces of fluid. One nurse telling him it was the most she'd ever seen. Bakhtiari, interviewed by Cheesehead TV, says after some of his workouts this fall, it felt like he had a water balloon in his knee, making it stiff and painful. Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show yesterday on how the 49ers defense held Green Bay to just 10 points Saturday night. They stopped the run first, and then they got after us in the passing game. They did a nice job of, uh, you know, mixing the coverages up, bringing some pressures, but, you know, we didn't protect uh, specifically great. We had a couple opportunities to hit some big plays and, you know, uh, didn't make them. And we just couldn't quite get back in the rhythm, myself included. Couldn't quite get back into a rhythm offensively. And obviously sputtered in the fourth quarter and had a punt block. And, and rookie center Josh Myers spoke to reporters on what went wrong in the Packers' season-ending loss to San Francisco in the snow at Lambeau. You know, I, I don't know that I could put my finger on exactly what it was. They did a lot of different things. I feel like one one big big problem we had as we got behind I think we got behind the sticks a little bit and I think that hurt us on some of those three and out drives we just didn't have great shots at first downs and to be honest I haven't watched the tape yet it's gonna be a tough one to watch so I'm, I'm, I'm taking a few days before I watch it that's Packers center Josh Myers I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show friends at the water doctors they are in uh, waukesha wisconsin john atley and the crew out there they have a uh, a fantastic product that is the Connecticut water softening system and i've swore by this thing for years and years and years whether it's just uh, installing it and then all of a sudden watching all the calcium on the shower heads vanish or the fact that uh, just the taste of your water has no taste and it's an unbelievably refreshing experience uh, the Connecticut water softening system is is second to none, and I can't recommend it anymore if I had to. And they help out veterans with Custom Canine Service Dog Academy. You can check out all the information. Simply go to H2, the letter O, doctors, H2Odoctors.com, H2Odoctors.com, or call them, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. That's the water doctor's. Uh, John Atley and the whole crew out there in Waukesha, good, good people. Coming up after the top of the hour, Bill Huber is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him from Sports Illustrated, covers the Green Bay Packers. We'll get his thoughts on life after Rodgers or life with Rodgers moving forward. Also, Andy Herman of the Packaday Podcast is going to be joining us coming up in about an hour and 10 minutes from now as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one's from Scott. It says, I have some people ask me, does it matter if the Packers are winning or losing? There's still a sellout, and it takes up to 20 years to get through the season tickets. And also, uh, AutoCat says, is David Bakhtiari's knee going to be okay? Yeah, um, I'll go with the Bakhtiari question first, and that was uh, an interesting read in Cheesehead TV that he basically answered all the questions. He had a lot of fluid, had a lot of problems with that knee. Uh, when they went in and, and re-scoped it, 
Uh, it seemed like the more he used it, the more fluid that kept building up on it, and it was problematic. He, to the point, said it was uh, fluid was squirting out of the knee. Squirting was squirting out of the knee. So, um, so anyway, long story short, was it, it just it wasn't ready. But they said with rest and work, yeah, he'll be ready uh, come training camp. So it looks like he should be back. Um, and ready to go come training camp. But, you know, that 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 was the reason that he just wasn't ready to go, and he just didn't feel like it was it was going to be beneficial to him to be out there. So that, there you go. Uh, and then going back to the question regarding uh, season ticket holders, look, season ticket holders are always going to move up, um, and they're always going to want to get into Lambeau Field, and there's going to be people that are always going to want to buy tickets. Um, there's a business side of this, and then there's a a winning and losing side to this. One is you want to win because it keeps people coming. It keeps your merchandise high. It keeps the money train coming, and you need that as a team without an owner. And I know somebody said to me today, uh, you know, well, if this team had an owner, it'd be different. But is, would it be different for the better or for the worse? Because owners can tend to get in the way. Look at the ownership problems they have right now in many different facets. The problems they've had with uh, the McCaskey family in Chicago. The problems they've had down in Jacksonville. The problems they've had with the Mara family in New York and getting in the way. The problems that even Jerry has had uh, by being his own general manager and thinking he's smarter than the average bear. You know, I mean, they haven't won anything since really Barry Switzer left. And that was Jimmy Johnson's team. Haven't been able to accomplish much. You know, they've had some good seasons, but they've not been able to grab grab the brass ring. Um, You know, you look at all of those problems, you look at what's gone on where Daniel Snyder has more money than God and just keeps spending it. But it's all money that's thrown after bad money down a a bottomless pit. So sometimes the structure in Green Bay may frustrate you, but it does work. And I know that was more in reference to why did they lose out on a good special teams coach because of money. Well, at the time, that special teams coach wanted to be the highest paid assistant. And in addition to that, they were also still paying the uh, the Mike McCarthy contract off. Now, could they have done it? Sure, they could have. But at the time, they just felt it wasn't necessary. And they certainly didn't think that the special teams were going to be this horrific. You didn't see this coming. You, you just didn't. And now you know. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate, but now you know. But at the time, nobody blinked an eye. Nobody was screaming and yelling and jumping up and down that they didn't hire Rizzi as their special teams coordinator because nobody gave two dams about it at the time. Now you realize what it's worth, and now you realize that, yeah, you probably could have spent a little more money and gone outside of the organization and, and, and bought somebody that knew what the hell they were doing. So, And they'll do that, you know? You'll They'll do that. You don't, you don't keep making the same mistakes. But this is why, as as not having an owner it can be a good thing because you can keep that train moving forward where owners tend to fall in love with guys and fall in love with players and fall in love with coaches and they keep them too long and, and all of that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's better to move like an iceberg than it is like a freight train, you know, but it, it can be frustrating. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing. Um, so uh, Tom says, I'm going to throw it out there. How much trade value would David Bakhtiari have? Um, he's still got a name, but with the contract size, not much. You're basically getting rid of the contract. That's it. That's it. Uh, Brian says, do you have an opinion on Sean Payton uh, leaving New Orleans and potentially ousting Mike McCarthy in Dallas? 
His home is in Dallas, just saying. Um, if they haven't fired Mike McCarthy by now, they're not going to, I would not assume. And if I'm the New Orleans Saints and my coach steps down because I'm stuck in salary cap jail and don't necessarily have a quarterback right now, but yet he jumps on the next wagon to go to Dallas after building up such incredible street cred down there in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina because of everything that he did with Drew Brees in that community, that'd be a pretty crappy thing to do. Don't get me wrong, coaches and people with money and they tend to go where their bread is buttered, but it would be it would be bad. You know, it would be it would be bad. Um. So there you go. Anyway, uh, and by the way, Ricky says exactly spending money on quality coaches does not go against the salary cap. So they cheaply went to Walmart. Uh, Ricky, that's that's a, a complete over-exaggeration. No, it's not. Because, uh, again, they were still paying the uh, back end of uh, Mike McCarthy's contract. They were still paying millions out to a guy they didn't even have on the staff anymore, plus paying for their new head coach and, and new staff members at the time. And I, I'll say right now, Ricky, I would, ba- I would pretty much bet that when they did not bring Rizzy in, which, by the way, his family didn't, from what I understand, didn't even want to live in the northern climate, but when they did not bring Rizzy in, I bet you you didn't say one word about it at the time. But now you're going to sit there, hindsight being what it is, and scream and yell about a cheap organization that went out and brought in damn near every piece they possibly could for players this year. Bill Huber, Sports Illustrated. He's going to join us coming up next. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.